0: Welcome to Notes from a Child Psychologist, the podcast, a place for parents who aspire to be intentional about meeting the mental health needs of their children. My name is Dr. Tasha Brown, a licensed clinical psychologist who specializes in working with parents and their children. So many parents tell me that they wish parenting came with a handbook. And on a daily basis, parents tell me how overwhelmed they are with the abundance of parenting resources and tools out there. The one thing I've come to realize is that no matter their parenting concern or struggle, deep down, parents just want their children to be healthy, happy, and thriving. If you are a parent who's ready to build their parenting toolbox, join me each week as we explore topics that directly impact the mental health of your children. From a culturally relevant perspective, it is my goal to provide you with facts, resources, and practical tools so that in the end, you can make decisions that work for you. While I love talking with you each week, this is just a friendly reminder that this podcast and the information provided by the host and or guest is not a replacement for a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. I'm excited to have you here and excited to take notes with you. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Notes of a Child Psychologist podcast. Thank you so much for returning, and I hope that you are enjoying the end of the summer. I know a lot of you are. Wrapping up to get your children back to school uh, in the next couple of weeks. Or for some of you, your child has already gone back to school. And I wanted to spend some time today talking about something that I have been talking about a lot in my sessions and with the families that I work with. And it is those first few days back to school when lots of children are feeling really anxious and nervous, jittery and are having a hard time going back into the classroom setting. We know that especially for our preschoolers and our kindergartners and even our first graders who are starting new classroom settings or are for the first time leaving a small setting and going to a bigger school setting, that can be extremely anxiety provoking for them and also for their parents. And I want to spend some time talking a little bit about how you as a parent and as a caregiver can help to prepare your child for those back to school moments, especially if your child is feeling a little bit anxious, a little bit jittery, a little bit nervous. This is going to be one of those quick, short and sweet episodes because I want you to be able to grab this information And start to implement it and use it as quickly as possible, especially as we're transitioning back into the school year. Before I get into the episode, as always, thank you so much for listening. Please continue to support the podcast by sharing this with any parent, caregiver, auntie, uncle, educator who you may think would benefit from this conversation about helping a child to transition back into the classroom or to just transition into the classroom at first. And also please comment and share and rate the podcast. This way, other families and people who are interested in learning can find our podcast uh, quickly. And also there is now a way that you can support the podcast with a monetary contribution if you choose. This helps us just to be able to produce more high quality episodes for you all. And there is a link in the description of the podcast with a way that you can help to support the podcast if you choose. So let's jump right into today's topic. But before we do that, as always, we are going to jump into today's note of the week. And before we jump into the day's note of the week, just a reminder that you can Find the note of the week always in the description of the podcast. So let's jump right into the note of the week. It's time for the note of the week. Each week, I will be bringing you a note. The note will be a letter from you, the listener, a clip from a newspaper article, a social media post, or something circulating in popular culture that is relevant to your child's mental health. The goal of the note is to start an important conversation about an issue and springboard us into a discussion about how you can support your child's mental health, strengthen the relationship between you and your child, and if you choose, put some new parenting skills into action. Join me for this week's note. This week's note of the week comes from an article from a blog. It's called separation anxiety in toddlers. One of the things that I want to just preface this by saying is I love the clip. Um, And we know that yes, toddlers experience this uh, separation anxiety when they're starting school preschoolers, but we know this applies to other children as well. So A child sheepishly enters their classroom wide-eyed and a little unsure of what's going on. For the most part, they're fine until disaster strikes. Their parents already said their goodbyes, but the realization that they're actually starting to leave is sinking in with the child. Cue the waterworks and little Mikey is fast approaching a meltdown and is clinging to his parents' legs as if it is the last time he'll ever see them. After several minutes of coaxing and pleading and reassuring, the little guy moves on and the struggle is over, at least for now. This fit affair in toddlers and children and school-age children is known as separation anxiety. Separation anxiety in children is a common phase in a child's life where they become more aware of the outside world and fear fear the perceived damage of being away from their parent or caregiver. I love that clip. It's so descriptive of what I see so much on those first few days of school. We know that this separation anxiety very often starts to peak and show itself At the start of the school year, as children have been away from their schools for the whole summer, they've been with their parents, they've been used to another routine, and now they're back to school. For some, they're back to a new school, and we can see this. So let's spend some time talking about what you can do to help to ease some of this separation anxiety and also to help prepare your child for Back to school and prepare your child for that transition back into the classroom setting, especially if it's a little anxiety provoking for them. So what are some practical things that you can do to help to start prepare your child for easing back into the classroom or entering into the classroom for the first time? One, you want to start to have conversations with your child about what is coming up. And so you don't want the first day of school to be like, oh, we're here. Welcome. Bye. See you later. You want to start to have some conversations. All right. School is starting next week, Tuesday. Next week, Tuesday at seven o'clock, we are going to wake up and we're going to wait for the bus or we're going to get on the bus or we're going to walk to school, whatever's going to happen. When we get there, we're going to say hi to your teacher. We're going to look around and then I'm going to leave and you're going to have so much fun with your friends and your new teacher. And you're going to learn if you have gone to a open house or you kind of know what's going to happen in the school setting, you can let them know. And I spoke with your teacher and you guys are going to be going outside. You're going to have lunch. You're going to learn about math, whatever it is that you know, insert that, and then I'm going to come for you or grandma's going to come for you or the bus is going to come for you at three o'clock, and then we're going to come home. You want to start preparing your child, giving them that rundown from an early, as early as you can. Um, And you know your child, for some children, if you introduce this topic way too early, it can be extremely anxiety provoking. And for some people, And for some children, they can take the time. So just gauge your child, some kids, two weeks out is more than enough time to start going over this. By starting to expose your child to this idea of what is coming and what's going to happen, you are helping to ease some of that anxiety. We know that the biggest treatment and one of the best treatment for anxiety is exposure to expose yourself to the thing that's making you feel anxious so that you can use your coping strategies and successfully get through it without any um, adverse things happening. And so the more we expose children to the idea of going back to school, it helps to take some of those jitters away. And it also gives them the opportunity to start to ask questions, and voice their concerns about what it is that they may be feeling about school. So start to prime your children for what's to come. Start making adjustments in their sleeping schedule, their their routines. If you need to, that may be very easy um, and very important to do. Another thing is you want to start to establish this idea that we are going to a place that is going to be familiar. And a lot of times what I tell parents in the summer months or right in the few weeks before school is if you can take the route to school, so drive the route to school, go outside and stand in front of the school building and say, this is going to be your new school. Look in the back and see if they have like a play area or if you can see it and show them and, and t- show pictures, pull up the website. Expose your child to the school building. If the teacher has sent something, a picture of themselves or sent a back to school list, engage your child in all of these things. We want to start to make school, their teacher, the building, all of that familiar so that when the time comes, they are easing into it as um, as nicely and, and as securely as they can. So establish that um, familiarity with the school setting and with the idea of school as you start to prime them for what's to come and as you start to make those adjustments. One of the things that I also encourage, especially for children who um, have significant separation anxiety, this is something I also encourage for kids going to camp as well, is to bring a piece of home with them. So. Maybe in your child's backpack, you can put a picture of the family or they can bring something very small that won't be disruptive to the classroom setting um, so that they can have at school that may help to ease some of that anxiety. So that prep before is going to be important. Very important. You don't want to spring this you're going back to school, you're going to a new school, you're going to school for the first time on your child, you really want to be able to prep them for it as much as possible. Then you want to think about drop-off. So drop-off is typically where it all goes down. (laughs) That's where the tears, the crying, the tantrums um, happen on both ends of the spectrum. So I always like to say, Drop-offs back to school is hard for children and it's hard for parents. It's hard for caregivers. It's hard to separate. And you want to be mindful about what you do at drop-off because that is going to help, number one, set the tone for your child's day and also set the tone for what's going to happen in the upcoming weeks ahead. In the beginning of the school year, especially when I worked in a school setting, the first month or two of school, I would be getting called down constantly to help with the back to school um, and getting children into the building who were having a hard time separating. And one of the things that always came up was that those first couple of days for children who quickly established a routine with their parent about how drop-off went. The easier is what it was for some of those children. So have a routine, okay? You drop them off. Maybe you give a handshake. Maybe you say a little affirmation. Maybe you give a hug, a kiss on the cheek, whatever your family does. I'm cool with it. You're very cool with it. Just have a routine, okay? We get to the door. I walk you to this space and I would say it'd be the same space every day. So maybe in every school is different. Maybe you drop your child to the door. Maybe you bring them straight to the classroom. Maybe you bring them to their line. Maybe they meet in the cafeteria, whatever it is. Have a spot that you drop your child at every single day from the first day of school and stick with that. Because what's hard is if you walk your child all the way to their desk on the first day, right? And they get used to that. And then they have a really hard time separating. And then the second day you're like, well, I'm going to just drop you to the door today. That anxiety is going to start from the door. And then you're going to have the separation anxiety at the door. You just want to establish that routine early. So drop them at the same spot and have the same routine. Bye. I love you. Have a great day. Give me a kiss. Give me a hug. Whatever it is, use that routine and Don't be sneaky. Sometimes parents will just sneak on out like and try to sneak out and say like, all right, I'll catch them later. You want to let your child know, okay, I'm leaving now and your teacher is here. And if your child is having a hard time, one of the things that you want to do, and this is so hard and I'm going to say it and I know that it's hard. One of the things that you want to do is you want to reassure as quickly and safely As possible and get out of the room to let the other adults manage it as, as much as possible. More times than not, once your child gets used to the environment, they are okay. And if I will say that if this separation anxiety gets to the point where your child's starting to get aggressive or have tantrums or it's 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock in the school day and they still have not calmed down, you may want to consult with like a school support team or with other professionals. Just to think about ways that you can further support the child. But for most children, they will ease and calm once you have left and once the other adults in the classroom who are equipped and most likely very, um, experienced with children having a hard time separating, um, they'll, they'll handle it. So don't be sneaky and also don't spend so much time. Like I wouldn't, I would say don't spend more than two minutes um, getting in there and out there. You want to set your child up for success and part of separating, uh, setting them up for success is separating as calmly, easily, and quickly as you can. Keep your emotions in check. That's so hard. So if you are having a hard time, if you're crying, if your child sees like, okay, my parent is having a hard time too. Like I'm, I, I should be scared. I'm scared for a reason. It's going to be harder for them to regulate. So think about ways that you yourself can regulate. And if you can, you want to um, also share the, the, the pickup plan. Uh, your child will already be used to it. You also want to just share that pickup plan. Okay, Remember, I'm leaving now. I'll be here to pick you up after school or grandma's going to be here to pick you after school or you're going to go on the bus after school. When you think about pickup, that is also important. So you're setting the tone for pickup after or at drop up, drop off. And you also want to be mindful about what you want to happen once you pick your child up from school. Don't be late because that is anxiety provoking, especially in those first couple of days. It's like. Everyone else's parent is getting picked. Everyone else's child is getting picked up. Everyone else's parents are here. Where are my parents? What's going to happen? That's scary. So don't be late for drop off and pick up. Don't leave your child like wondering where you are and piquing their, their anxiety because that can also make separating the next day be really difficult. You also want to let your child lead the conversation about how their day was so that you are getting that firsthand idea of like what's been going on and how their day was um, from them in a way that that that's not anxiety provoking and also so that you can pick up on any anxieties and any things that you will you may be saying to them or that they may be saying that is anxiety provoking. You also want to spend some time maybe at about the week mark or the two week week mark as teachers get used to new students. Um, Just checking in with the teacher. Hey, how's my child doing? How are they transitioning? And seeing what support they may need from you from the classroom perspective in helping your child to transition, especially if they are feeling a little nervous and anxious about the return to the school year or to the school room. So I hope that everyone's transitioned back to the new school year. If your child is starting a new grade, if they are starting school for the first time, if you have moved and they are starting a new school, I hope that transition can go as quickly and smoothly as possible for you. And I hope that these tips in helping you to navigate that are helpful in alleviating some of the stress and anxiety that goes along with that transition. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. As always, I love and am excited to take notes with you. Bye. Hey there. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Notes from a Child Psychologist. I am looking forward to reading your comments and reviews. If you enjoyed this episode and if you love this space as much as I do, I would appreciate it if you subscribe, leave a review, and most importantly, share with others. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok at Dr. Tasha Brown on all platforms join me next Tuesday for another episode. And as always, I'm so excited to take notes with you.